This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself, Bully Ray, and Mark Henry talk to the hottest man in pro wrestling and member of the Judgment Day, R-Truth. Speaking of hot, seems like Jack Perry's hot, and he's hot over AEW. We talk about his appearance this past weekend in New Japan. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Star Truth. Sir, how are you? I'm good old dandy. How you doing, doll? Excuse me, sir. Uh, could you could you turn your camera sideways? Oh, look at that. Oh, my bad. Hey, Truth, can, yeah. you, can you see us? Yeah. We see you. You look great. Thank you for All the right, time back. this morning. Why are you flexing, man? Where your shirt at? Oh, you got to have a shirt on to be on here? No. Fine. <laughs> no, leave it off. Leave it off. It's, it's satellite radio, so you, can, uh, you, can, you don't have to wear a shirt. Hey, you don't wear a shirt Am to I the ring. Am the only ring, one so. who ever done that? <laughs> Yes, just, you're the only just one. Just back up that. a little bit. My bad, Bubba. My bad, Bubba. I can, I can tell. My bad, dog. <laughs> we only see your eye. We see your nose to your chin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> he flexed. <laughs> oh, this is gonna make for good video. Oh, shit. Let's keep it PG. Let's keep it PG. <laughs> <laughs> Truth, well, how you doing this morning? Man, I'm doing good, dog. We here in Little Rock, Arkansas. There's so much snow around, man. Truth, were you with us like 10, 12 years ago when we had the ice storm in Little Rock and we drank all the liquor in the hotel? Is that where we got stuck here? Yes. Yes, I cried. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you cry? <laughs> what? I think I was just ready to go home. I got over it real quick. I just had to like, never got stuck over here and stuff that damn. I think Kyoto got, you know, like, man, straighten up, dog. What you crying for? You a grown man. And I stopped crying. (laughs) Truth, man, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, I called you last week and I said, hey, man, do you realize that you're doing something that nobody ever did in wrestling? And you said, what, what's that, dog? And I said, you have more success in your last five years, ten years, than you did at the beginning of your career. And it came out of the blue. Yes. It, I mean, you. We. I told you that uh, the story that uh, I, I, I told the guys on the radio station. I was there the first night. That you did the, oh, my bad. We were in Austria. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you said, Australia, what's up? And they booed the shit out of you, remember? <laughs> yes. And you came back, you was like, the referee leaned in, hey, um, we're, we're, in, we're in Austria. And you said, oh, <laughs> Oh, and you went into this whole drawn out thing. And why why did it take so long to get to this? 
I don't know, man. I think it took this long because everybody had to realize who they were dealing with. And that it was real. That I didn't know the difference between Austria and Australia. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was legit. So once people start realizing, oh, dude, it's for real, for real. I think that started opening the gates up to a lot more love. Yeah, truth, man. I, truth, I got to ask you this. Like, the other day we had Dolph on, and Dolph's been around for a long time, you know, much like you have. And, you know, Dolph, a lot of time, he was, you know, sitting on the bench and not doing a lot with him. And also during your career, too, there, there's been times where we won't see you for a long time, and then they, you know, they pepper you in a little bit here and there when we don't see you for a long time. How how have you been able to to withstand your about twenty years you've been now with the company maybe a bit a little bit less how how what keeps you motivated to go to work every single week even if they're not doing anything with you discipline it's discipline man uh, coming into our, our business is like no other business in the world and y'all know that you know what I'm saying and once we get programmed. And I've been programmed since I got into business. That programming, it just it, it it dwells within you. And we know patience is a virtue. We know um one minute you can be up, next minute you can be down. We all know the things, the insides, the things that make the clock move on the inside, we all know what it is. You know what I'm saying? So it's just me just being disciplined to myself because a lot of times the motivation ain't there because you're on the sideline, because you're not being used, because you're not this or that. But the discipline keeps you ready, man. And the discipline, um, it keeps everybody else on notice, on check. And I think it's just a matter of discipline meeting, meeting chance, meeting opportunity. What's interesting to me with you is the fact that you don't need a championship around your waist. You don't need to be in the main event of Monday Night Raw. Like every time you get that opportunity, you knock it out of the park and you hit a grand slam. Like, so you take those opportunities and you make the best of this opportunity. Like, what's going on right now? Like, hey, we're we're getting the, close to the Rumble. We're close to WrestleMania season. And you're the number one merch seller on WWEshop.com. Like, I, how does that happen? The creativity that you have and how talented you are can make the smallest thing into something so big. Do you feel the same way? I feel the same way, man. I think it's just a matter of, of time. Uh, I think everybody and everyone, everything has its, its time. Time is all we got on this earth. So um, it's just making the best of the time that we got. Uh, I was out for like a year and some change, right? So uh, me coming back from being gone for so long, that time, I think it just it sped up and, and caught up with itself. And me being disciplined. When I was injured, when I was out with my uh, quad, torn quad, I was working out. I didn't stop working out at all. I, um, I continually did it, man. Um, I tried to keep my mental straight. I tried to keep my emotions intact. Uh, mental health is good, it's for real. Uh, I tried to keep everything intact, man, and um, faith and believing, man. And, and when you step out on faith and belief and you become that, nothing else is standing your way. Nothing can. Truth, you, you became the MVP during COVID of the 24-7 championship. And I think that some of that spilled over into now because none yes. of that stuff would have been good without you. I mean, you, I mean, it was everything like to not spit my drink out. Whenever I saw you come on screen, I just stopped drinking because <laughs> I knew that I was going to waste some good drink. 
<laughs> and <laughs> like, tell us how all that happened because, like, at, for a long period of time, you was not involved in it. You know, they had with Titus right. O'Neill. They would have, you know, uh, uh, I think you came in when Dana Brooks started doing it. Uh, right? They gave me a call. Uh, no, no. Actually, before Dana, um, Bobby Roode had it. I think That's Bobby right. got it from Titus. And um, they called me and said, hey, they want you to go to SmackDown. No, they want you to go. I was on SmackDown, as a matter of fact. They want you to go to Raw and do a, a backstage promo. Didn't tell me what it was. When I got to Raw, I saw Mick pull that thing at the bag like that, right? And everybody said that thing was ugly, though. Everybody thought that it was ugly, ugly. Like, nobody even it liked it. It was an ugly little green and gold title. It was ugly. It had a different look. We're going to say You that. made it beautiful, <laughs> but it was ugly. <laughs> it just looked a bit different. Um, so, man, I think... Um, just with the antics of when the first night I wanted, it just went up, man. It was just crazy of um, me being rude for it. And you know me, Mark. Bubba, you know me too, man. I like I like laughing. I like being funny. And y'all give me an opportunity to make things funny. It, that was just my playground at that moment. And um, all the things myself, the writers who was coming up with was just like, we just hitting home runs. Um, Johnny as well, man. The tarmac thing was Johnny idea. We were in the plane, man, 30,000 feet in the air. All that stuff that was Johnny I did. Like there was no rules when it came to the twenty four seven title, man. We if it was rules, we broke them all. And I think people were just loving that. Truth. How much fun are you having right now? Oh, bro, I'm having the ball, man. You say I ain't got no shirt on. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, hey, you I know them Rodin. We, we Rodin checks is fine too. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, let me borrow a million, man. <laughs> no, but you know, you hear people, you know, who are in entertainment or who or are successful at comedy. Yeah, on the outside, they're funny, but sometimes on the inside, they're not so happy. You look like you're having a blast out there. I mean, are you having as much fun doing this on TV, backstage, in the ring as it seems you are? Yes, I am, Bubba Man. And it's um you have to you have to display that, man. Uh if you're not having fun, I think people can tell. I'm 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 genuinely having fun, man. I'm I'm, I'm happy to be back. I couldn't wait to get back. Y'all know how I did to be at home for, for a long time, man. Like even my wife and kids asked me, Don't you have a job? Don't you have to go back to work? Like I was ready, man. You know what I'm saying? I was I was ready to get back to work, man, and just start grinding, man. And that that's part of it, man. Just the fun is just half of the work. The rest of the work is making everybody else have fun and enjoy seeing you have fun to where they having fun. And it works you because you have the Judgment Day, which is like a badass faction in the WWE. And here's our truth. And on paper, it doesn't seem like it would work. And it's and it works and it clicks. And a lot of that has to to do with you. Like just you make everything that you do work. And did you, when when you knew that you were going to be working with the Judgment Day, what was your first thought about that? Uh, I was happy, man. I was I was ready to get out the house. I was ready to come back to the sport that I love, man. It was like um, when they said you work with Jeff, I was like, let's, let's do it, let's do it. I'm ready. Like you know, what I'm saying, what are we doing? They could tell me I was working with anybody, man, and I was ready. But True. I will say this: the Judgment Day, they all fought for me. I have to say True. that. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, Mark. Hold on one second. Excuse me. Was there a was there a discussion or a fight to be had for you to be part of the group? 
No, just the first promo, man. Um, I will say Damian Priest was like the one, like, bro, we should we should keep you around, man. Like, this thing's kind of like working. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he actually went to, I think he went to Hunter and the Riders. He, Damian Priest kind of like fought for it. Nice. Wow, that's awesome. Truth, that you, you do realize that technically you're, you're not a member. No, I am a member. Bro, I beat JD. Y'all didn't see that? We saw it. We saw it. Did I beat JD or not? Yes or no? Yep. Yes. Yep. Question that. So so that was it was like a gang. You had to like jump in. No, they beat me up the week before. That's Sorry. True too. They beat they beat me down. I don't know why people say beat me up when it's actually getting beat down. <laughs> This is true. And this was right, de- words and of it, wisdom. And this Come was right, destined. Right. Yeah, and this was destined to happen because <laughs> as we learned right out of the womb, like as soon as you were born, you turned to the doctor and said that I'm gonna be a member of the judgment day. You said that right out of the yes. right out of the gate. So this was all That's destined was to happen. Yep. Still I was a little I was a wee wee little baby when I said that, David. And the word stuck, dog. You know what I'm saying? You yep. have to like say what you want to do ahead of time. And if you be persistent with it, things will happen. As you see, my dream came true. I'm, oh, I'm happy oh, for man. you. I'm happy Truth. for you. Truth. You know what I'm saying? Truth. Let me ask you this, David. Yep. If moths love lights so much, why don't they come out in the daytime? <laughs> what? Things that make you go. Things that, you know, it's, it's kind of like. It's I was like thinking walk- about that on my flight. That's all. I was just wondering. No, it's, it's, it's kind of like driving on a parkway and parking in a driveway. It doesn't make any sense. Why are you parking uh-huh. in a driveway and driving on a parkway? You see what David just did, y'all? <laughs> Truth, you rub it off on him already. <laughs> oh, shit. I can't, man. I'm not drinking. Truth, <laughs> number one merchandise seller. Now that was a that was a shock. That was a shock to me, and I don't get shocked that easy in this business. You know what I'm saying? Like that was a shock to me. And over I John Cena, love, man. you huh? used to talk about how John Cena was everything, and now you selling more merch than him. That's my childhood hero, man. I got that power pellet from him. I used to watch him, dog, every Saturday morning. You know what I'm saying? Oh y'all laugh. No, no, no. It's 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 good to see it's good to see dreams come true. Huh? It's good. No, it's great to see dreams come true. I'm not the leader. Everybody I'm not the leader, but we all I mean I don't think we really need a leader. Everybody their own, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Person. But um we're a good group, what, we we sticking together. What about mommy? Mammy, mammy's good. No, is is mommy the leader? I thought that mommy was the leader. She runs things. It's the difference in being the leader of the group than running things. Mommy runs things. Okay. Runs things. She runs things. Truth, I got to ask you a personal question. It's been bothering me for a long time, so I got to get this off my chest. I'm married, (laughs) 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 bubba. Truth, I got it. I gotta ask you. 
on live radio. I'm a live radio in 2015 at the Royal Rumble. Why did you forget to say weather? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Do you remember that dog? Oh man! Tremendous. Wow, I did. That was a, that was pretty much the only the highlight of the whole deal, right? <laughs> you had one job. <laughs> one job. Hey, if y'all could have saw Bubba's face when we got to the back, look <laughs> what happened, Truth. <laughs> I had to say was what's up? What was that? What? I said, Bubba, I'm sorry. Well, oh. 15 years later, 20 years later, <laughs> he's been holding on to it. Oh. Oh, he has been got it holding on to that. Yeah. Oh. I think Devon texts me too. <laughs> well, you and Devon have always had some kind of, you know, you know, friendship relationship. I don't know what between going on with you and Devon. Yeah, but he texts me. Why didn't you say what's up? Why didn't you say why? <laughs> like, dude, that was. 2015, bro. Like, you know, <laughs> you know oh my God. Truth, I know it's on the shirt that's the number one merch seller right now, but the live, laugh, love, it almost feels like that's kind of like your motto when it comes to life and it comes to your career is, is live, laugh, love, right? Yes, man. And Rob Fee came up with that, man. Um, and when he, when he, when I read it, I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, I think if you put your twist on and said this way to be like, I'm like, I kind of like that model, and it's it's actually a legit model that people can live by, right? Yep, yep. and it's, it's kind of working. I like that. I think I'm gonna live by that model myself. Good, that's good. It's good being that it's yours. <laughs> Truth, you've been doing this yeah. a long. You've been you've been doing this a long time now. What's the hardest part of the job still? The hardest part. Um, Travel. convincing people well no travel i'm ready to travel i've been at home for a long time i'm ready i was driving in the snow like this <laughs> <laughs> yes man i think the hardest part has been this man is um believing that patience is a virtue and being your own cheerleader sometimes people uh lose their faith they lose their that thing that brought them to the biggest dance because they're on the sideline, because they're on the bench, because they're not being used. And I try to motivate people and tell people, man, nah, it, everything comes around, it turns around. You just got to like, stay in it. You're here for a reason, stay in it. Stay, you know what I'm saying? I think that's the hardest part, man, keeping that mental engaged with what you're doing and where you're Dude, at. How's that locker room right now compared to since day one that you get there? Would you say the locker room is that it's best, it's most fun, it's most laid back? Yes, it's very fun. Very funny. Uh, the energy there is, is on high. Um, everybody's smiling and laughing, man. It's 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 a good locker room. I like it. Cool. And also the way business is for the WWE right now. I mean, you can make the case that this is the the biggest time for the company ever is right now as we enter 2024. Yes, man. Everything is all cylinders are moving and pumping hard. You know what I'm saying? And I'm grateful and thankful to be a part of it, man. Like I said, I've been ready for him to let me out of the cage, man. I'm out of the cage. I'm just running wild. And I and yeah, I'm you're sure you're gonna be off a, the chain. 
<laughs> Everybody <laughs> running and jumping and diving over on top of cars. Yes, I'm doing it all. And and listen, this is an exciting time. Like we got Monday Night Raw tonight, which I'm sure is going to be is going to be great as it always is. We're getting closer and closer. We're just days away from the Royal Rumble, which kickstart the road to WrestleMania 40, where we're going to see Cody beat Roman for the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship. So there's a lot. Yes. Yes, I do. I believe this is Cody's time. Look at this. Look at this. Look at his jacket. Cody is going to fit Cody is going to finish the story at WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia and beat Roman Reigns. For the undisputed oh, wow. WWE Universal Championship. <laughs> Look at Drew I know who's you're on. <laughs> <laughs> Look in the background, True. Look at the pictures in the this back. Shit, this shit needs to I'm stop. True, yeah. now this, this needs to stop. It's like now. some Jim Carrey shit. It's like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like the pet detective. Ooh, yeah, like, it makes wow. sense now. Listen, now it makes sense, David. I get it. Listen, but. But our truth, I'm the voice of the people, and this is what the people right. want. And and this is they want Cody in the main event at WrestleMania 40 against Roman Reigns. Uh, but our truth, I get. Thank you. And I'm looking forward to seeing you at the Rumble. I'm looking forward to seeing you in Philadelphia at WrestleMania 40. So thank you for all that you do for this business, and thank you for taking the time to talk to us this morning. Ah, uh, thank y'all, man, for having me on. Thank you, David. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Bye, bye. The number one pro wrestling show on the planet, Busted Open, is available seven days a week by subscribing and downloading the Busted Open podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. Join me alongside two WWE Hall of Famers, Mark Henry and Bully Ray, the hardcore legend, Tommy Dreamer, plus Thunder Rosa and Mickey James, all week long as we break down everything going on in and out of the ring. Listen to Busted Open right now on the SXM app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jungle Boy takes the AEW contract, rips it up, and he also has put on the armband, and it said scapegoat. So that was all over the internet over the weekend. So, Bully, I'll start with you. Your thoughts of the appearance of Jungle Boy. It's not so much about the appearance for me. It's about the potential Jungle Boy has now to become the biggest heel in AEW and catch lightning in a bottle and have a world of heat. How they decide to go about it. I'm st- the jury is still out with me as to why they had him show up in New Japan and do this. I'm sure there's a plan. I'm going to let this play out. I'm not making a judgment call based on just one thing that I saw. I just know that with the very real stuff that went on outside of the ring with Jack and CM Punk and the real glass and the problems and the fight at all, all in at Wembley, yada, yada. This guy is in position. This kid is in position to have a, a an immense amount of heat on him. Good heat, pro wrestling heat. How they go about it will be interesting. Yeah, Can they do it? Can he be hated? He, you know, he ripped up the contract, right? Ripping up a contract, I mean, it's, it's very symbolic about how he feels about AEW right now. But you can't just rip up a contract and all of a sudden it's null and void. Okay? He still has a contract with AEW. 
it's an act of defiance. It's, it's not go, just a, it's, it's not just a, a symbolic. Um, I want to end. He he wasn't saying that I want to end my deal. We haven't heard him speak yet. But when you say defiance, it means like I'm gonna deface this. I don't like it. I'm not treated right. Like he's he he insinuated. Like I mean, he did everything but not wiping his ass with it and throwing it on the ground and stomping on it. So, like, when you have a situation like that and you're trying to, you're telling the AEW fan base, this is what I think about your company that you like so much. This is what I'm talking to the owner of the company and everybody in the brass. When he comes out, there's going to be a chorus of boos. It's a good start to his heat. It's I would go a couple of weeks, Dave. Uh huh. They say, well, tonight you're in action. Bullshit. Tonight I got a date with a strip club down the street before I fly back home. Goodbye. I, man, I would diss him. Keep dissing him. Mark, I love the act of defiance way that you just put that because maybe Jungle Boy in his mind. And the minute you said it, I, I could see it. Like, Jungle Boy is not saying, I'm not working for AEW anymore, ripping it up. The, it's symbolic of an act of, I don't want to be a part of your company anymore. Yeah. Right. No, I, I love the, the way you the put that. The way that it is. Loved it. It's, it's interesting, guys, because, all right, he ripped up the contract. That's one thing. But he also had the he put the armband on that said scapegoat. If he is the biggest heel, if you make him a heel, which obviously it looks like he would be a heel because he's ripping up an AEW contract, so he's he's giving the middle finger to Tony Khan and AEW. But who's the baby face in this situation? Because it's reminding everybody about Punk. Like it's it's interesting to me. Because he's by putting that armband that says scapegoat, everybody automatically goes back to the incident between him and CM Punk at, at first, all in. At first, but, Dave. But any good heel thinks he's in the right. Good heels always think that they are doing right. Why would you boo me? Why would I be the scapegoat? I'm doing the right thing. Go ahead, Mark. Him saying basically putting a scapegoat on tells me that he's trying to let them know, I'm not going to let you put the blame on me. You made me this. You did it. He's putting the blame on the company. He's telling them you mismanaged something. No boss likes to hear that they mismanaged something. Because that's what they do, for lack of a better term, when you're the boss. You manage every situation. Or you have you put somebody in place to get that job done for you. Because that's why he pays you. Well, he's saying it didn't get done. So there's, 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 uh, there's holes in the foundation. And maybe you should fill the holes in your company rather than put all the blame on me. I've been at home all this time, 
He can cut a thousand promos. But the number one thing, Dave, is I would try to force him to work. You, you, you're getting paid? Well, you're not going to get paid until you wrestle again. And build it up. I, I would, make love, it, make I would love to see Tony involved in this. I would love to yeah. see t- Tony He has to be. He has to be, I think, Bully. Like, because the reason why I bring that up, because who is going to get involved? You, you, CM Punk is gone. CM, CM, Punk right. is, CM Punk was fired. CM Punk is now in the WWE. So who else connected with that incident could actually take this story forward? The only person I can think of off the top of my head would be Tony Khan. I feel like he has to be involved in this. And I know this is going to sound crazy, but there could be a way that Jungle Boy could be the baby face in this whole story because he is kind of the scapegoat. You fired CM Punk. CM Punk is now with the WWE and is one of their top stars. And you suspend me? I'm off of TV this entire time? You fired the other guy, and he, and he, he just went to the WWE and said, I'm home. I'm back home. And you, and you just co- completely forgot about me. You threw me. You cast me aside. And you forgot about me. And you not only that, you put the blame on me. You put the blame like it was my fault. And look at the shit that's been going on since I've been gone. I mean, listen, I think he would be a heel. But there could be a way you play out this story where Jungle Boy could be the baby face in this whole scenario. Dave, whenever you're thinking about a character, I always love strong arguments for why that character should be a heel or a baby face. Because whenever you have a certain character, unless they're extremely unique, I'll use I use Tommy as, a, as an example. Tommy is a baby face till the day he died. But you could make an argument about why he could, could or should turn heel. But Jack Perry might right now, from his look and from the perception of what he's been involved in, screams heel. And the more he screams, no, it's not my fault. You got it all wrong. The more people are going to be like, shut the F up. You're bitching and whining. You've caused yeah. problems. You know, especially when the first the first act of defiance, Mark is right, ripping up that contract. Could you see Tony confronting Jack Perry? And I hope this is not in the back. I hope this is not a pre-tape. Could you imagine Jack Perry the very first night he's back at AEW and Tony's out there and he goes, but why? Why would you rip up that contract? I've taken nothing but great care of you. Your dad passed away. I gave you a career. I gave blah, 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 blah. Why would you? Oh, fuck you, Tony. I mean, you're off to the races with this guy. Because if there's one thing that I've noticed about an AEW fan base, they're very loyal to Tony. They want it. They, they, they. Tony's very, very good to his fans. Tony might make some mistakes here and there, yada, yada. We all make mistakes. But Tony's very good to his fan base. He really, really tries to make his fan base happy. He really tries to make his fellow fan happy because at the end of the day, Tony's a fan who had a lot of money and started a wrestling company. So I think they will be behind them. I think Tony's the perfect person. And then obviously you have to have somebody come to Tony's rescue. Could you imagine if Jungle Boy 
punch Tony Khan in the face? That's why I'm saying no. there's potential. Are you, are you about to disagree with me? Because go ahead. No, no, I wasn't about to disagree at all. I was trying to add to the, the equation. No, please go. This is the opportunity to create a new baby face. Oh, <laughs> go ahead. Now, if you, if you have Jack being this guy who looks like Captain America after they got banished from S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Avengers and their rogue with the beard and the, you know, the, 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 the complete grizzled look. Now you have somebody after he punches Tony. I, I would have I would have him show up, walk through, and they go, "Hey, you back?" Yeah, and follow me. I would just have the camera follow him, handheld, all the way into Tony's show. Tony's door, kick the door in, bang, and go into just what you said. It ends in that altercation that we saw in Canada where you get punched in the face. And who's the person that's going to come and go, hey, man, you, you've you overstepped your bounds. What are you doing? Somebody stands up for Tony. Who stands up for Tony? Correct. Who, who's it- the guy that has the brass tacks that, that can say, you know what? You, you, you've, you've overstepped your bounds now, bro. And, and-, and I think... Go ahead, Mark. I want to know who that person is, but more than that, it should not be about money. It should not be about a title. It should be about the defense of the fan of AEW. Who could be that guy? And it has to be an unlikely hero. Remember how you just said, here's our chance to make a baby face? It's very easy for... Uh, Brian Danielson or John Moxley or any of these guys to stand up. No, an unlikely hero. I'm oh, gonna bring, I, I'm, but I got another point to make. Hold on ahead. one second, Dave. You know, maybe uh, you know, uh, 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 a baby face on their way up or somebody like that who the people can finally get behind. And if you're gonna punch Tony Khan in the face, you have to tell the people when, where. And what time you're going to do it. I told the wrestling world on this day, on this venue, at this time, I will put Dixie Carter through a table because I wanted everybody tuned in in, in, at that moment. How did I come up with that idea? Doc Brown and Marty McFly. They knew when the lightning would strike, thus they could go back to the future. So if they set this up in a way where they have an initial in-ring. And, and Jungle Boy says, I'm giving you a week, Tony, to give you my answer. And if you don't give me the answer I want to hear, next Wednesday night on Dynamite at 8 o'clock, right as the show opens, I will punch you in the face. Next Wednesday night at 8 o'clock, Jungle Boy says, Tony, blah, blah, blah. And Tony says, no, wham, right in the mouth. Sell out. Boom. Sell out. People Not are just at the in. curtain, but on TV. And but that's you, what you want to do. You really could, and I'm, I'm going to use history as a barometer here, and it's over 40 years ago now, uh, when Don Morocco put hands on, on Gordon Soley. And Roddy Piper, who was a heel, defended Gordon Soley and, and, and got into a fight with Don Morocco. Because 
you know, anybody that grew up watching Georgia Championship Wrestling, Gordon Soley was untouchable. He was he was the epitome of class. And the, and that was the only time that I can remember that anybody even remotely came close to Gordon Soley. And he grabbed Gordon Soley and then Roddy Piper stopped it. And it was well, a so Dave, I got to ask this question. Was Piper a main event babyface at the time? I don't no, think he so, was right? a, he was no, he was a he was a main event heel. But that I, turned that turned him babyface. He turned okay. babyface. Okay, so what I'm saying is right. you could you could get a heel. It could be a heel. But if they came and defended Tony Khan and were like, wait a second, that's our boss. That's my boy. Like you you could have the biggest heel, whoever that is, and you could turn them babyface in one second. Because like you said, Bully, that AEW crowd will now be on the side of whoever that heel is. Because oh my that's our guy. That's Tony Khan. That's our guy. And 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 Jungle Boy just put hands on Tony Khan. Whoever that is, it doesn't matter. Everything that they've ever done will be erased because now everybody will behind whoever that person is. So you're right. It could be somebody young. It could be somebody you want to you want to take today. I actually feel like it would work if it was a big heel. If it was a heel, I think that might work more. I, I don't. Good- it's gonna be. I mean, I'd have to give it. I'd have to look at the roster, give it some thought. It's not popping into my head. Like um, Daniel Garcia. How do you feel about that yeah. name? I feel great about it. I I like it, but don't love it. Okay. Uh, what about like somebody who's kind of been heelish? What about like a John Moxley that doesn't do anything for you? I don't think Moxley doesn't need it. Yeah, no. actually, don't need it. You got to give the, this to somebody who can use it for the future. But, okay, so let's take your example right there, Dave. When when heel Roddy Piper came to make the save for Gordon Soley against Morocco, wasn't Piper's career like off to the races after that? Yes. Okay. So you want you want this scenario that we're coming up with? In no way, shape, or form are we saying this is what's going to happen. But I'll be damned if it don't sound real good. Um, you want this to be able to propel somebody, a, a baby face or a or heel that turns into the future. Man, you got it, and you have to be very careful with this. You have to really think about this because whoever you you give this to, it, you got to have faith that they're going to take it. And and honestly, whoever does this. It's safe to say he's going to be your top guy, right? I mean, it's, you would have to put the, be the guy that should be the top guy. Now, that's uh, Strickland. Paul, Paul Swerve's a great one. Swerve's mm-hmm. a great one because Swerve, Swerve right now is a heel, but he's not a heel. The fans are behind him. If he Who's was the house, Swerve's house. I mean, you hear that everywhere. But this solidifies Swerve as a babyface and your top guy, and then you have. Then you could have Swerve go after Samoa Joe for the AEW championship. I like Swerve. I think Swerve's a good one. So and who can Mark, pull the carpet you, out from under him? Jack. Mark, you you just said Swerve, and my heart said no, but my head said yes. Hmm. Like I heard it at first. My first emotion is no. And then I slow and then I stopped myself and I said, wait a minute. And now I now now wrestler. Wrestler mentality when it went into uh, you know when it kicked into mode, and I'm like, yeah, that could be good, but does Swerve need it? 
Yeah, but but, but I, I think I think the fans want to see Swerve as a guy that's vying for the title or a guy with the title. But see, the this is two different. It. That would be two different stories, Mark. And what do you think would be more important for Swerve to stay on his trajectory towards Joe or to get or to branch off into a, a blood feud uh, with uh, Jack Perry? A blood feud with Jack. And down the road, now you've established yourself as because uh, Swerve haven't took many L's. Swerve has been winning. And when you get a guy that's kind of a tweener, and they're 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 rising up that board every week, every year, they're getting better, which he has. Now you can have him go. What are you doing? And and do that babyface thing that we just talked about. In the process, the dirty player, which Jack should be, he should be the one that gives Swerve a couple of L's and build him up to the point to where, okay, now he Swerve can go and he can beat Jack and now he can be catapulted into the race for dealing with Joe down the road. It shouldn't be a, nothing immediate. Like, we're talking about character building, and, and we, we try to do it too fast. We, we try to do it in a week or two weeks. We, we, we got to do it over a couple of months. Like, let's let some stories breathe. Yeah, but, but Mark, to that point, though, when that save happens that Bully's talking about, it is going to be off to the races. Like, you well, got to make sure. You shouldn't do it with yeah. Swerve, then. Yo, that, yo, it's going to be as soon as that moment happens, this is your top guy. That's why I think it could be Swerve because Swerve is a reaching that star potential, but I don't know if he's quite there yet. This would bring him to that where he's a star. And I and honestly, AEW needs stars. I think you you that would that would take Swerve to that next level. But 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 make no mistake about it. When that moment happens, you have to capture that moment. It's lightning in the bottle to me. It's like you're yeah, off to you, the races. You there. don't want to prostitute Jack either. You you want to make sure that not only does he become a dominant heel, but he don't get his ass kicked. Because, when you, I mean, the heel is going to get beat, but that initial introduction to, you know what, I'm going to be a bad, bad man, he got to succeed. Yeah, and being right. a bad, bad man. This guys, is an interest. Oh, go ahead, guys. Bully. What about this? What if everything plays out the way we're suggesting? And since Jack was in the four pillar storyline, the guy that eventually makes the big save is MJF. Wow. MJF yeah, has been has been Just roll that grenade in here and be all lackadaisical <laughs> mjf has been singing the praises of aew and defending the company on social media over the past couple of weeks uh, a couple of months you know quite hard yeah about how much he loves the place and this and that so it's yeah, not I bad argue now i he's can't not, argue with that he's injured he's 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 recuperating 
This is where you can have MJF come back. MJ, MJF comes back. Especially, Bully, if it's that situation you brought up where Jack Perry's like, you know what, 9 o'clock on Wednesday night on Dynamite, I am coming for you, Tony. You have some explaining to do, and I, I, you have now earned a fist in your face from me. So at 9 o'clock next Wednesday night, I am going to meet you in the ring. And then... That's where you could have MJF come And when he busts in the door and Tony is talking to somebody, that somebody is talking to is MJF. And it looks like MJF will be like, well, shit, let me get my popcorn. And then Jack actually hits him. He goes, oh, man, what's wrong with you? Are you killing? Are you kidding me? You see, if, if you can play this the right way and you can sell out an arena, with the potential of Tony Khan having hands laid on him for the first time. So now you're announcing what you're going to do to the owner. Basically, we're telling the world, we're going to bump the owner for the first time at this time, at this place, yada, yada. Here's your lightning strike. But then you get the surprise of the max return. Now you've gotten a guarantee and you've gotten a surprise. That's that's a huge potential win for the company. I like the way we just kind of booked this. It's I'm not figuring like it said, out. We're not saying that this is what's going to happen, but if this is what happened, I'd I'd watch. Yeah, I'd be and, intrigued. This is a fun honest, story. And and honestly, bully, the only way that I think that this story could work is if Tony Khan is involved. Like I, I just because you because Punk's gone. Punk's been fired. And also Samoa Joe was involved and everything else. But, you know, he's he's your champion now. You know, it's really about Punk, Tony Khan, and Jungle Boy. Those are the only three players in this scenario. And with Punk gone, you have to have Tony Khan be involved in this. It has to be. And this is a great way to rally around the troops. This and is and a look great at what just happened with it. the devil story. You know, these guys really don't have – they went after Max – now Max is not around. It's kind of like you, you paid off the story, but now you can't go any farther with it because the guy's not there. So where do you go with this story with Jack? As of right now, who's who's public enemy number one to Jack Perry? It's Tony Khan. It, it can't be. It can't be Punk. Punk's not there. Who, who else could it possibly be? No one. He's the one that made the decision. To suspend him. He you was the wrote, one. You ripped up an AEW contract. There's only two names on that contract. Jack Perry's and Tony Khan. That's it. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open every day of the week at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today.